Welcome to Robert's Elementary's podcast, Real Talk with the Eagles. We hope that through this podcast, you're encouraged, engaged, and equipped as you soar with the Eagles. All right, Eagles, welcome to our first episode of our podcast this year. I'm Stephen Helmick, your principal. I'm going to be the host of Real Talk with the Eagles. And I'm excited to say that I have got a co-host with me this year, Mr. Wesley Keener. Wesley, how are you doing today, man? Doing well. Glad to be here, Stephen. Absolutely. Hey, for our our listeners that, that just don't know maybe who we are, why don't you just tell a little bit about yourself, Mr. Keener? Sure, great idea. So um, this is my fourth year at Roberts. My first three years, I was a fifth grade teacher, and then I'm excited this year to be our new East facilitator. So good. Our East program at Roberts is something I think that's just, it's unique. Uh, It's exciting to see what happens here on a daily basis with our students and super excited that you are uh, our new East facilitator. Uh, You know what? We we want this first episode to be kind of an an overview of sorts, right? Absolutely, yes. And so why don't we we just jump right in? Uh, Families, students, we want you to know what we're about. And so our mission at Roberts, it's, it's simple yet profound in my mind. It's, it's to encourage, engage, and equip students for educational and personal excellence in a diverse and global community. Um, Wesley, when you hear that, what are some things that jump out to you? Um, I think probably the biggest thing that jumps out to me is just excellence in a diverse and global community. Mm. I think we are all about excellence here at Roberts. I think that the students, um, they feel that the staff here wants to be excellent in what they do and then they take that and uh, they turn it around in their classrooms and they want to be excellent just for their staff as well yeah i couldn't agree more and and i think our vision ties well with that too and so you know we want to be a leader in elementary public school education by helping all learners sort of their pinnacle of excellence um whether that be educational or personal excellence and so um i think that that's important too i think of all the time uh, whether it's me as a principal uh, or as a dad myself I, I want my kids to have um excellence in education but also there's that flip side of things about personal excellence who are they as a person who are they becoming as an individual and being the best that they can be yeah i love that the vision says that we're helping all learners soar to their pinnacle Mm. of educational and personal excellence because that's different for every kid you know and that's just amazing that we have that personal touch thrown in there yeah i think the last thing i'll say to that too mr keener is that as i um i think about that is that i think all the time elementary is such a critical stage for kids right i think all the time of if if we don't get it right now if if we don't help kids learn to love learning in elementary school if we don't set them up for success in elementary school, middle school, and high school are going to be so much more difficult. Oh, yes. It all starts here. all starts here. Good deal. Hey, well, why don't we jump into the values and, and, and you share a little bit of what that's about. Yeah, absolutely. So our values to me are kind of where our mission and our vision meets the road hmm. and how does that play out day to day in our school building. And our first value is to encourage innovation and creativity. So when I think about that, I'm like, here we are, right? A podcast. I don't know how many elementary schools are, are trying to pull off a podcast. I mean, I think that's what we're doing right now is we're <laughs> <Yeah>. trying. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I say all the time, let's fail forward. Let's try to figure this out. Let's, let's learn from our mistakes. But hopefully this is a way that uh, you guys feel a little bit more engaged about just the happenings here at Roberts. Definitely. Um, our second value is to celebrate a culture of belonging. 
Okay, so the the culture of belonging. I, our school is really large. So large. <laughs> so, so, so big. So many little people around this place. But, but at the end of the day, we want to celebrate that, that all people are welcomed here at Roberts, all students, all staff. Uh, and, and that's kind of, it's kind of crazy when you think about it in terms of the, where people come from. Um, in, in our building, we have got over 32 countries represented in our building with over 27 languages spoken in the homes. It's amazing. One of my, one of my favorite, one of my favorite shirts, actually, Roberts, we're all about the t-shirts. One of my favorite Roberts t-shirts <laughs> is, uh, it's, it was one from my first year here. It's an eagle made out of all of the, uh, different languages that are spoken at Roberts and it's the word eagle in all of those different languages. And I think it's just a, a beautiful picture of diversity in our school. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. That image is super cool on that, that t-shirt. Definitely know which one you're talking about. Probably one of my most favorite places in the entire school is our one of our main hallways. When you walk down, we have the flags. If, you've, if you're a parent that hasn't been here due to COVID, um, one of our main hallways has the flag of every country that is represented by a student in our building. And I just think that it's just, it's such an amazing visual reminder. And I see all the kids all the time. They're walking by and they'll be pointing and it's like, like that's my flag. Oh yeah. So, so good. good to get those connections with the kids. Yeah. Uh, our next value is to strive, it's a relevant one, to strive for the safest learning environment. Man, that, that's difficult, a big one. Difficult right now. Very, very difficult right now. It feels like a constant moving target, right? Yes. Um, but I, I think that, you know, this was created prior to COVID, but it's so applicable now. And so I think that, you know, I want families to know that we're striving. We're, we're constantly looking at how we can improve things, whether it's simple things like pick my kid, right? It's no longer like gone are the days of you just saying I'm here to pick up whatever kid I, I need. Like we've got to have documentation of who that person Absolutely. is. Um, and so, yeah, with COVID here, and, and trying to figure out how to navigate those things. I'm so thankful for the, the nursing staff we have, the front office staff that can navigate a lot of the stuff that's going on. And our teachers have been doing a really, really good job of ensuring that they're doing everything they can to keep kids safe oh, yeah. here as well. Every, everybody in this building, it's all about, they're all about the kids first. And they, they definitely show that with kids' safety. Mm -hmm. Our next value is committing, excuse me, committing ourselves to identifying and eliminating barriers to educational achievement for all of our learners. Yeah, so what comes to mind for me there is our PLC process. And a lot of parents are probably like, man, what's PLC mean, <laughs> mean? right? It, it's our professional learning communities. And so whether it's um, our, our classroom teachers talking about, you know, hey, wh what do kids need to know? How, how in the world do we know if they know it? And then what do we do if they don't know it? And then what do we do if they do know it? I think that those four questions can drive so much for us, um, we've got a phenomenal team of resource teachers and reading specialists here, um, therapists galore that are meeting the needs of kids, but also just that core classroom instruction of how are we ensuring that whatever barriers are there for kids, that we, we help them find a way to get to where they need to be. Yeah, I love the PLC process transitions all of the staff in the building to stop thinking about the kids as their personal kids that they mm. service, but then to think about these really are all of our kids and how can we service them together? Yeah, so true. And, and I think that, that when you have a school this size, it's so crucial that, that those conversations are happening, happening on a, a consistent basis. Let's jump into the next one. Uh, next one is to facilitate the equitable use of resources to meet all of the needs of our learners. 
Yeah, so we've got a tight budget, right? Like everyone else in the world. <laughs> and a lot of kids. And a lot of kids, right? Right. Our, our dollars aren't always there um, in terms of how many kids we have. We'd, we would we would always love to be able to have more. Who wouldn't? Um, I'm so thankful that we've got a phenomenal PTA that also supports us Definitely. tremendously. Um, so, so well. Yeah, so well in so many facets. Um, but, you know, we are. We're looking at the resources that have been given to us and saying, how do we ensure that, that these, these dollars and cents are meeting the needs of as many students as possible and that we're being wise stewards of those finances. So good, yes. Our last value is to reflect on and implement best instructional and organizational practices. Yes, yeah, so I would say along with that too, that's kind of that PLC process again as well. Uh, just because we've always done something doesn't mean that we, we should always continue to do it. Absolutely, yeah. We, um, we're constantly taking risks right in our in our approach to making sure that we we have what's working well and if it's not working well we're not afraid to abandon it and move on to something different you know and and that is just you know elementary school is very different from when i i was in elementary school i'm sure the same for you definitely yeah so constantly trying to do that so those are our values is there anything else we want to tag on to that uh you know i just uh I think that it's the commitment to these values that really allows us to always do the right thing here at Roberts. And that's, that's a phrase that if you're around Roberts, you've seen it on banners, you've seen it on t-shirts, you've seen it on the school website, but where, where did that phrase really come from and why do we say that so much at Roberts? So glad you asked because there, there's a pretty cool story behind that. So Roberts is 12 years old this year. Um, hard to believe, but when the school opened, neither you nor I were here, <laughs> right? And um, But Barbara Anderson was the first principal at Roberts Elementary, and um, our school namesake, uh, Dr. Don Roberts, was still alive at the time. And I remember when, when I came on board, when, when Barbara hired me, I, I remember hearing the, the stories about Dr. Roberts. And one that she shared connects to this phrase, always do the right thing. They... They had had a chance to have dinner together, okay. uh, her, Dr. Roberts, and, and his wife. And Dr. Roberts was pretty sick at the time. It, most of the dinner conversation was between uh, Barbara and Jan. Okay. But towards the very end of that dinner, Barbara asked Dr. Roberts, like, if you have one piece of advice for me as I get ready to, to lead a school that's named after you, what would it be? And he looked her square in the eyes and said, always do the right thing. And that was it. No, no other conversation, no long spiel about what needs to be done or not needs to be done. It was just as simple as that, always yeah, do the right it's thing. It's just like you said earlier, simple but profound. Yeah, yeah, simple and profound in and, and anybody, right? Whether you're 100 years old or a brand new kindergartner here at Roberts, you see that, you hear that, you can connect to that. Well, Stephen, I love that story about Dr. Don Roberts and just kind of getting to see where the school come from and what are the beginnings of the school. And speaking of the beginnings, in the front lobby of the school and some cabinets there, I found these pamphlets that were from when the school actually opened. And it's, it's funny to see some of the differences between when the school opened and, and where we are today. So I yes. thought, I'd, thought I'd pick your brain about a couple of those. So yeah, let's do right. it. Right. Let's do it. So, so one, one fun thing. Uh, 
says that the capacity of students in our building, max capacity, 895 students. <laughs> yeah, I chuckle when I, I see that, right? Because um, yeah, at the time when the school opened, there were about 650 students at Roberts, which is a big elementary school, oh, yeah, right? Absolutely. 650 kids. But here we are, you know, today with, with over a thousand kids that call Roberts home on a daily basis. Huge. Huge. Yeah, so we, we've, we've kind of expanded upon that max capacity just a bit here. Just, just a little bit. And that, <laughs> and that same thing said, we started with 37 classrooms. Yeah, 37, and we're now up to 43. 43, 43 classrooms. So where, where did those come from? Man, yeah, so lots of moving and shaking, right? So I think in that same pamphlet, it talks about how we, we had fully outfitted computer labs. I think 12 years ago, that was like all the rage. Oh, like yeah. you go in. You gotta and, have computers. You gotta have computers. You've got the desktops there. Actually now, two of our classrooms are what used to be our computer labs. So, and now we're one-to-one -one devices, K-5. And those devices aren't desktops, are they, in front of kids? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I think that, you know, when I look at this too, uh, a couple other things that, that stand out, we've got our East Lab. And that, that was here um, back 12 years ago, and it's still here, and a phenomenal place for kids to really do some amazing things, make a difference for our community. Absolutely, yeah, I'm excited to be taking over the East Lab. It's, it has definitely grown and evolved over those 12 years though, hasn't it? It, it has, it has. And so um, a lot of things about Roberts, you know, we're still on that same 19 acres, but the, the, the surroundings around us have grown and developed as well. People all the time talk about our, our um, amazing or not so amazing carpool. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, especially here at the beginning of the year, the struggle is real in, in terms of figuring things out. And our, our neighbors around us, the, there used to be not many at all. It used to be trees. Now it's uh, neighborhood homes. That's right. That's right. And so um, 2017 was a big year for Roberts. That was our national blue ribbon year. And so uh, one of only a few schools in the state of Arkansas and, and there were, I think, at that year, about 250 schools nationwide that got that honor and distinction. So we still proudly bear that. Once a Blue Ribbon School, always a Blue Ribbon School. So we celebrate that. So things have definitely evolved and changed over the years. Uh, but one thing remains the same, right? We're still going to strive to always do the right thing. Absolutely. Man, we are excited for the Roberts podcast, but I think the reality is uh, we don't want this podcast just to be for the two of us. We really want this to be for the Roberts community. We want to get you guys involved, and, and here's just kind of a sneak peek of what we have planned for you guys. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff that we want to do, and, and it's going to be a whole lot more exciting than if it's just Wesley and I talking here about <laughs> what we want to talk about, right? And so uh, we look forward to highlighting student stories. The students are the heartbeat of this school. Our students are phenomenal kids who do phenomenal things and have phenomenal stories to share. And so we wanna be able to highlight those and share those. We also have what I think is the best of the best when it comes to staff. And so the staff is not only committed, they love being here. They, they love being they a Roberts it. Eagle. And so we're gonna highlight staff stories and, and allow you to get to know people that outside this podcast, you might not have ever the opportunity to get to know their stories. Um, educational happenings too. Uh, we are a school, so at the end of the day, like it, it is, it is, it behooves us, right, to make sure that we're we're keeping people in the loop of of what are things that we're doing from an educational standpoint to ensure that your kids get the best education they can, and then finally, uh, extracurricular activities. That is another thing that I think makes Roberts rock. When you think about the the after school clubs that we have, clubs, sports, East, 
All sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff, and there's something for everyone. For everyone. For everyone to get plugged into. And so excited to dig deeper into those over the next few uh, months. And Wesley, for the first podcast, man, I'm excited. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I can't wait to hear what our listeners think. Um, and, and we want you to tell us, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to hear about? What do you want Stephen and I to cover over the next few months as we give this podcast to you guys? Yeah, so true. And so you can find uh, a link on our most recent newsletter, the Eagle's Nest, our September newsletter had a link. We're going to push that out and other social media platforms for you to go out there, ask us questions, tell us what you want to hear about. And, you know, we're also going to find a way to make that valuable for you too, right? Definitely. Yeah, we, we, you know, we're going to have our sponsors. They're going to be giving away um, some gift cards, I think, uh, to people who are engaging with us in the podcast, people who are answering the surveys, people who are posting questions for us to talk about on the podcast, etc. Well, whether you are listening to us on your run or in your car or anywhere in between, we hope that you've enjoyed this first episode this year of Real Talk with the Eagles. Until next time, take care, guys. I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Lakeshore Learning Materials and Blake Stansbury, the regional manager for Lakeshore, who is also a proud three-time Roberts parent for partnering with us to sponsor today's podcast. One lucky listener will be drawn from today's and every podcast to win a bundle from Lakeshore of learning materials valued at over $40. These materials are great for the classroom, at home, on the go, and aim to make learning a whole lot of fun. Thanks again, Lakeshore Learning, for being our podcast sponsor.